Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast, episode number 25. As you know, I am your host, Pastor Ron Weaver, and I count it an honor and privilege to be here to share with you the Word of God that God's put on my heart. As you know, we've been talking from the book of J.B. Phillips, who wrote this book for this day, and he shared each day for a year in this book. Well, we jumped ahead now back to September 7th because we're only on three days a week. Um, Last week we went back to the second because it went along with the other part of the podcast, the podcast before. But we're going to share the podcast subject of Bible study is an author in a hurry. And then we're going to do our prayer request segment and then our closing remarks. And then I'd like to wish my wife a beautiful bride a happy birthday. She turned 48 today. And so the podcast is being posted a little bit late because I had to do some last-minute shopping, leave the office and do some last-minute shopping. And then right after the podcast, I'm taking the rest of the day off because I have no counseling sessions. I have no... Um, pot. I had not, no, all my work is caught up. So I'm taking the rest of the day off and spend with my wife. And let me tell you something, Saints. This world's crazy. Before I got started, got back here, I seen, I, I was in almost two accidents on the way back to the house. I mean, back to the church office. And, uh, you know, that's sad. This world is just such in a hurry. They don't know what's going on. And I've seen attitudes of, of people talking on the phone and cussing people out and, and all kinds of stuff instead of just trying to work things out peacefully. But today we're going to do that Bible study, the prayer request segment, and the closing remarks segment. <coughs> so we're going to get started. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to take a co-host heaven's altar and anoint these lips of clay. I just ask you right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus, to take control of everything that's going on in our lives today. I ask you to be with everything that I say for this Bible study, be what you want. I just ask you, Lord, to move by your spirit in everyone's life today. Christian and non-Christian. For the non-Christian, help them come to meet you. For the Christian, help them come and be closer to you. I ask you all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we're not going to do read any particular scripture today. I'm not sure exactly. I allotted 20 minutes for the Bible study today. But it's kind of uh, teaching preaching today um, about the book of Mark and the writers. So what I'm going to do is read it and then make my comments on it. And then we'll go from there. Um, I'm just going to say for the scripture and I'm not sure exactly where it is in the Bible but it says all scripture was transcribed and wrote by the direction of the Holy Spirit God and Jesus says by the direction of Holy Spirit so they were inspired these writers were inspired and that's what we're going to use for the scripture there today uh, to prove it later on 
tomorrow I'll have the scripture to back that up to you but we're going to um, my secretary didn't didn't uh, write it down for me like I asked her to but that's okay you know she's busy too today um, it's called an R Arthur in a hurry what's an author an author is someone who writes something down a collection of works or a collection of stories or a novel or a story well this author is many authors in the Bible as we recall there are 66 books in the Bible Paul wrote you know the letter half of Revelation uh, of, um, of the New Testament from I believe 1st and 2nd Corinthians to no not 1st and 2nd Corinthians they believe Mark wrote that um, Galatians through until we get to 1st and 2nd John and Revelations and that was believed to be written by John the Apostle John so there's many authors in the Bible from the Old Testament to the New Testament and the word the Bible tells us that God inspired the word through his Holy Spirit to be written so even though he used 60 well even though he used all these different authors to write the Bible it was still God's word expressed through the Holy Spirit through the ones that the Holy Spirit was speaking to for them to write so God ended up being in my belief one author but there's one author that was in a hurry okay and let's read this thing here it says an author in a hurry September 7th there is a reason to believe that Mark is writing in a hurry in the winter AD 60 year 64 through 65 Rome was set ablaze by the Emperor Nero and he unhastily placed the blame at the door of the Christians. Comparently few, comparently, few people could read, write, or even in Rome. <coughs> Excuse me. My allergies are acting up. And most of the teachings of Jesus and the apostles, particularly Paul and Peter, have been carefully memorized and was passed on by the word of mouth. As far as we know, Mark was the first evangelist who wrote down what's the collection for St. Mark Day called, the heavenly doctrine of Jesus, the Son of Man, the Son of God. It was important that a written record, possibly cunning, cunningly hidden, should survive and possible death survived the possible death of the Christian in Rome. Mark, like the all Jews, spoke Aramaic, a popular form of Hebrew, and certainly Jesus did the same. It is interesting to note how again and again Mark gives us Aramaic words such as Talata, Kunma, Ethlapleta, and Abba. The following terms mean meetings with a translation into the sort of Greek which could be widely known in Rome and by the great number of Jews and Gentiles throughout the empire. 
Mark is trying to reach the widest possible public. Mark is in no doubt that the subject of his matter hastily told the story is the Son of God, but he stressed to the very real humanity of the man Jesus. <coughs> so we basically see here that Rome was in charge basically around the prophets. And a lot of people couldn't read, couldn't write under the Roman leadership. And he probably didn't like the way it sounds that Christianity was spreading against Rome. Rome was losing power, see? And they, they were believing in Jesus, so they probably were praying that Jesus would come back and take his kingdom back. And it says that Mark was writing the scriptures, or this book of Mark, much hastily. Alright? But he also read it smartly. Now, in other words, he was being inspired by God, but he was trying to get this book done in time so people can have this written book. You know, he, he probably didn't know he's seeing... Um, Rome set ablaze by the emperor himself and he probably didn't know how long this this city was going to last he might have feared even for his life or fear for you know people's lives so he wanted to get this book out fast and maybe to spread it around to a lot of Christians in the area and also to have a record that could be stored and hidden and put away and that's what we got to do we got we are now representatives and we may not be writing the actual Bible but each of us just like Mark has lived a life for Jesus each of us has lived a life for Jesus you might be saying Pastor Ron what are you talking about every day we wake up and we confess to be a Christian we are with the Lord alright on that note what is saying here is that God give us a life to live and he wants us to share it the Bible does tell us to go out and preach the gospel witness to people in far lands and abroad alright and you might be saying, well, Pastor Ron, I am not a pastor. I'm a factory worker. Pastor Ron, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a Sunday school teacher. I'm a teacher. Pastor Ron, you might be saying, I'm not a pastor. I just work in a fast food restaurant. Pastor Ron, I'm a homemaker, not a pastor. It wouldn't it be more your job to do preaching the word of God? Yes, it is. But the Bible calls all of us to this great commission. And I do my job three days a week and even on Sundays two days times a day. Preaching the word of God. I'm doing my part, but God wants you to do your part by sharing the word of God. Just like Mark did. In a theory, your witnesses is kind of like them reading a Bible themselves. Like you're a living testament to the Bible. 
You are whatever your name is. Like mine would be the Book of Ronald. Alright? And every week I share what I wrote down from the Book of Ronald. Now, am I saying the Book of Ronald is part of the Bible literally? No. But what I'm saying is, my message is the same as Mark's. Your message is the same as Mark's. And he wants us to share it. And we need to share it by first preserving the Bibles and keeping it, but also telling about our witnesses with Christ too. Am I saying that we need to add them to the Bible? No. What I'm saying is we do need to share what God has done in our life on a daily basis to people. Because people love to read the Word of God. But they want to say, how does this apply to me now? And that's where you come in, by how God answered your prayers, by how God, through His precepts, helped you through the Bible. And they want to know that, especially now. This summer I was sitting under a minister, and besides me ministering, I was able to go. They were having Saturday service, and no, they wasn't Jewish. And there's nothing wrong in being Jewish. But this church believed that in the summer, or even now, that there should be a Saturday church service. For some it can come on Saturday and some can come on Sunday at the main thing. They even bought a chapel. And they, so they have the main location plus they have the chapel for Saturday services. Well, he was talking about how society is today, especially with the millennials. They want it and they want it now. They don't want to have to read the Bible to look it up. They want to know why they should read the Bible. And they want an explanation, not just because it was God's Word. It's God's Word. Now, back in my time, that would have been enough. Okay, I'll study it. But now, they want to know who God is, why they want God wants them to serve. And this, they take it to the next level. And we, as Christians, really got to know what the Bible says. So it's important to read the Word of God and it's important to share with them the experiences that God has shed on your life. To prove to them that God is there. To prove to them that the Bible is relevant. To prove to them, even if they read it in hardback or on the Bible, that it's worth the time. Because millennials don't like to waste time. That's why it's hasty for us even today to make sure the Word of God gets out, just like Mark did. But through our experiences, through our witnessing, maybe even through our teachings or Bible studies that you might do, maybe as a group with your family or friends getting together at McDonald's. I've seen that at McDonald's. I've seen people getting together two on one, doing a Bible study or Bible devotions together and then <coughs> discussing it during their meal. And I'm talking about preface. And I'm talking about they're talking normal like I'm talking now. They're not quiet. 
and they're doing this Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and maybe even Sunday before they go to church. The point is, they're sharing. They're not only the sharing with each other, but other people like me have heard it. They probably didn't know I was a pastor, but I've heard it. And if I heard it, how many other people have heard it? Okay? God wants us to be like Mark and share this word. But we got to be like Mark and share it fast. Now, does that mean we got to be... What people don't understand? No. What it means, we need to go about God's business. When he asks you to share something, you need to share it with the world. When he asks you to do something, you need to do it for the world. You need to do it now. Not say, Lord, I'll do it later. Lord, I'll do it next Sunday. Lord, I'll wait till Sunday. No, he wants you to do it now because someone in that area is going to hear what you had to say. Now, just like this podcast today. Normally, I prepare this podcast just before I go on the air. And I did do that. But because of the added stuff yesterday of the holiday, we were off. We did come into the church to do the podcast. But I should have took time, wasn't thinking, and made out the podcast. So just before I got on the air, I was thinking, how am I going to share this podcast? Because I really hadn't had the thing that God wanted me to give. You know, to read it. And I read it before I went on the air. And God told me just to read it. And trust me. Now, shame on me. But I'm human. I make mistakes. Normally the podcast sometimes is made the day before. Even before I get here. I know I say I usually study it in the morning when I get to the church office. And I make it then. But not always. Mostly... I study it the night day before and it's ready to go all right because I don't believe in doing things last minute all right but the point is here I think God is doing it this way today because had me allowed to do it this way today to show you that when in a pinch he can come in and help you share this word fast when he wants you to share it hallelujah hallelujah so we got to be like mark and we got to share it and then preserve it now with me my teaching ways i preserve what i teach you guys on sundays on the god internet church internet group or church service that we have it's recorded it's put on youtube it's put on facebook and it's also and when you put something on the internet, it never disappears. It always stays on there somewhere. And it's also on YouTube. Except this week's didn't get on there yet, but it will be. Alright? So, we got to be there and make sure the record of what we're teaching is put aside. So, if you are teaching a group, or you're heading up a Bible study, or you're heading up something that you're doing... Make notes out. This is why it's important to make notes out. And I'm going to explain a church that don't make notes out. And they should. They believe not to, but they should. Because it goes into the archives of what you were preaching about for God. And it comes back. What happens if somehow the Bible disappears from the earth? Say some kind of like... like um, 
Hitler tried to do to burn all the Bibles. What does it say that happened? He shut down all internet where you can't get the shut down all the apps, Bible apps. Okay? What can we do about it? Alright? But then someone goes in the house. It's like we were clearing out the house to uh, Saturday. Well, I wasn't. I was sick and a little bit in bed. Wasn't Coronas. Was not Coronas. I just, I think I got some bad food. Um, but they found all kinds of little nuggets. And so did I. And some information that actually I don't really want to talk about. But things were documented about their lives. And they found them. And then they found things that wasn't documented. But we got to make sure there's time for us to share the word of God. And sometimes we might have to do it quickly. I mean, quickly mean is do it when God tells you. There might be times that God, I've been at the pulpit ready to preach. One of my first engagements of preaching in front of the people. Wasn't officially in a pastor yet. But my ministry was going. But I got up there. I went to go preach. And God said, the title's right, but this is going to change. And I hadn't had a chance to study, just like I didn't today. But let me tell you something. God came through just like he's coming through today. All right? All right. So what did we learn from this Bible study? We've got to keep a record of account. We got to share what God has put on our heart to share, just like Mark did. And then we got to make sure that it's saved for the next future. That's why a lot of preachers take their sermons in life after when they get ready to close some death. They write a book, and they usually it's a collection of sermons that they preach because they kept them on file. And I have sort of an archive like that. If you want to look it up, go to Facebook. It's called God, it's called Look What God Is Doing. And that's where I hub all the videos after I, you know, they're on my God's Internet Church group um, preaching site. But I also take the videos and I put them on God, look what God is doing. And it's a free site. You can go there, you can listen to them and see them there too. Alright? And I, they're over roughly, might be seven years worth or maybe more I've been doing this for a while even before I was a pastor God led me to do that I would get on the air and I would preach the word of God even though I wasn't a minister officially but I was a Sunday school teacher but just like my cousin Fred said it's not all being a license if God called you to preach he called you to preach and you need to do it and that's what I was doing and my ministry was bringing in a lot of people but let me tell you something saints it's kind of went dull a little bit through this coronavirus pandemic because churches were down they were watching more but then I convenient the time because I used to do it at night I convenient the time to make it where they could come to church service online and then now I just removed it again so viewers are starting to get up I put back one towards the uh, afternoon and one at regular evening. So, I made changes, but I make sure I preserve what God is doing. And just like this podcast, when I'm done, it goes to a site and it stays there. And it will stay there until the end of time, basically. Or even more. Because 
you know, but praise the Lord. So that's what we learned today. Now we're going to go to our prayer request segment. And we got like five minutes left of the podcast. <laughs> praise the Lord. But if we go over, we go over. Nothing tells me. We tried 30 minutes, but we try to keep to that because we know that, that people today want to get in, get it done, and move on. I've learned that. And the Word of God is the most important thing that needs to be preached. So that's what we're doing. Now, we're going to talk about our prayer request sec. My, my, my dad, which is part of my church group, he watches my sermons and so is my mom. My dad has a can't think of what it is right now. Aneurysm on his aorta. So we're going to pr- we need to pray that that don't grow or even maybe disappears and that his aorta raw stays strong. But praying for my mom, which is Laura Lee, because she's on medicine, because there was an episode with going on with her heart, so we're praying for her. We're going to pray for my cousin Margaret because she's lost her mother-in-law, her mother, just like we lost her mother-in-law around the same time. And her leg is bothering her as she's trying to pack things up just like we are. We're going to pray for a friend of ours that live on the street. His name is Lloyd and he has cancer. Then my brother Sean, he's like a brother to me from another mother. We're going to talk, we're going to have a, he has an unspoken request. Then we're going to pray for my brother-in-law Paul and and us to work together and not rush things and that got you know like not rush things then we're going to pray for continue pray for my friend in Georgia his name is Paul and his kid he don't want them to have get coronavirus and we're going to pray for his back um <coughs> we're going to pray for Robin which is Sean's mom he's like my, my brother from another mother and she's like another mother in my life she had hip surgery but we're going to pray for her hip and then we're going to pray for my cousin Fred's church and him and as a minister and then we're going to pray for my for an unspoken that God gave me the, the next part of this ministry besides what we're doing here um, then we're going to pray for my aunt Denise she was in a bad car accident the car got totaled they got another car but we need her to start driving again so we're going to pray that she gets back on the ball and start driving hallelujah God is good so let's pray dear heavenly father we ask you right now to be with us as we go through this prayer request lord And Lord, we ask you to be with my dad, Lord. And we just ask you to go inside his body right now where that aneurysm is. We just ask you to touch it. Either let it stop growing or let it disappear. And straighten his aorta wall, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with my mom. We ask you to continue to let this medicine do what it's supposed to do. Where she don't have to have the tests that 
the doctors wanted her to have, her regular doctor wanted her to have in the first place. Her heart doctor said no, he wants to try to do it by this medicine, so let it work out. I asked you to be with my cousin Margaret, with her grieving of her loss of her mother and her dad. Um, a few years ago she lost her dad and she's still grieving over that, but she's grieving over her mother and she's trying to pack up the house. And now her legs bothering her, her bad legs. So we just ask you to touch and help her there. We ask you to be with Lloyd, who lives on the block with me and Ruth, and he's got cancer. So we just ask you to continue to touch and heal him. I ask you to be with my brother Sean. He's like a brother to me. To be with his unspoken, you know what that is. I ask you to be with Paul, Lord, my brother-in-law, and I ask you to be with me and Ruthie. Let us learn to work together and not be mean and not rust each other. Let everything work out for what Arlene wanted. Not what we want, but what Arlene wanted in the end. And let him be more understanding about his wife. I mean, about his daughter, I mean. I mean his sister, not daughter, not wife, his sister. And how much she wants the house. And let him find a way to do that, because that's what he promised her to do. And Lord, I just ask you to be with Paul, my friend, in Georgia. I just ask you to touch and heal his back. I ask you to be with this kid and keep her safe from coronavirus. I ask you to be with Robin, who is the mother of Sean, who is like a mother to me, and he's a mother, he's a brother from another mother. I ask you if she had hip surgery. I ask you to continue to heal her hip as she goes through this hip recovery. And I ask you to be with my cousin Fred and his church. I ask you to strengthen him. I ask you to let him be a mighty warrior for you as preaching the word of God and let his church grow and lord let him have, give me another opportunity to come back and preach again and lord i ask you be if my aunt denise says now she's got a car let her get back behind the wheel and help her not be scared and get back on the job again we ask you all this in jesus name amen and amen well on that note we came to the end of our podcast. We're eight seconds over the, our goal, but that's okay. But I am going to say this. I'd like to thank you for watching. If you are blessed by this podcast, get other people to listen to or share it with other people. Because the more people are touched by this, the more the, 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 word, the world will become what God wants. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So on that note, share this podcast with people and let them listen to it. And tell them when I'm on. I'm usually on, I record it at 10 o'clock on Monday, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. And then I share it right afterwards. And then it takes a few minutes to post. But then I usually sometimes in the afternoon. Within the next few hours after that, we got people starting to listen to it. So it's right away. So share it with people. And let it help people. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask you to be with us as we all go our separate ways. We just ask you to move by your spirit and let everything go the way you want, not the way we want. We ask you to help us take this teaching, Lord, that we learned today, apply it to our lives and use it for your glory. And we ask you to share it too help us share and Lord I just ask you all this in your precious Jesus name Amen 
on that note, I'd like to say, God love you, love one another, help one another, be sensitive to one another, help one another in these good times, these bad times, and good times, and and be good and be good to God, and let God be good to you. I'm Pastor Ron Weaver, your host, saying see you tomorrow for God's Internet Church episode 25, and it will be ready to go tomorrow. Hallelujah. On that note, I'd like to say God bless you, and see you next time on God's Internet Church Podcast.